What is up, DGAFers? All right, so this is a strange week. I have been posting about this all week on my stories and on my Instagram, and I've been just kind of trying to collect collect data from everyone I've been talking to. Everyone feels off this week. Yes, with the daylight savings time happening, which is a good thing because we're getting lighter. Oh, And we're able to not feel like we're going to bed at 5 p.m. Thank God. I'm so ready for that. (laughs) So that's been great, but it's been – I'm definitely tired. I definitely feel it. My body needs to adjust. But not only that, the – there's a full moon. Yep. Mercury is in retrograde. And Friday is the 13th. Yeah. So there's a lot of shit. A lot of weird energy is happening. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's something that we wanted to talk about in our intro today because we want you to be aware that there – are times in your life where you have to be okay with slowing down. Yes. Slowing down, revisiting um, just like actions and things that you've been doing and whether or not they're even still serving you mm-hmm. um, because maybe they're not. And if it's if at this time you're feeling very frustrated or angry or stressed doing certain things, then we need to reevaluate those uh, because we actually Googled Mercury and retrograde and kind of what does it do to you? And it definitely says like your energies can be out of whack. You can be more tired, more stressed, more irritable, more all of these things. However, your your technology cannot work. Lauren, Lauren couldn't even watch The Bachelor on Monday night. She was literally getting a screen that showed planets moving. So she's like, this is weird. It's definitely Mercury. Yeah. Well, I kept telling my (laughs) husband that I'm like, it kept saying this error, whatever. And and then it had the planets moving around. I go, look, they're telling us it's Mercury's in retrograde. That's why there's planets. And he's like, (laughs) I don't think so. But then the next day it worked. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. But it also said on Google, you could be experiencing some stress and things, but it's also a good time to reflect because maybe the things that are causing you stress needed to be reevaluated anyways. Um, so I've just been taking everything with a grain of salt and also just accepting and letting go. That's actually one of our focus, like our focus this week for um, our like mindset training that we're doing. And I'm like, wow, this actually is like perfect for this week. If my focus is letting go. It's serving me well too, just to be able to like readjust when needed and not put so much pressure on myself. Yes. Okay. So this is leading us to one of the episodes that we've already recorded before. It's actually our 50th episode. Mm -hmm. And we've thought, okay, with all the crazy stuff happening and people have been voting and telling us on Instagram that they are totally um, feeling off track and like things are out of whack. So we are going to replay and revisit our how to get back on track podcast episode. Yeah, this is going to be perfect. So maybe you heard it the last time we released it. If so, that's great. If not, you need it. Yes, for sure. All All right, right. let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a or get it. (laughs) Oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. 
How do you get back on track? Or what does it even mean? I guess like back, I want to be back on track. I feel like it's a term we throw around kind of loosely, but like when you really take the time to sit down and say, what does on track look like? What does it mean to be off track? Right. Like, I feel like that's different for everyone. It depends on your personality. And some people might think that they're not off track, but then somebody might look into their life and be like, you're so off track. Right. Well, I think, what does that even mean? I think it depends on your vision and what goals you're setting to get you toward that vision. Mm -hmm. So that's why last week's episode was so important to, to start us off talking about all of this, because you really need to, to have that picture in your head of what do you want your life to be like? And then how are we going to get you there? Yeah. So go back and listen to episode 49. Um, because it, we teach you how to create a vision for yourself. We talk about the difference between goals and vision and to-do lists and all of that kind of stuff. So I feel like that should be, you should pause this, go back and listen to that and then come back here. Because if you are lacking vision, you're probably lacking structure and routine to get you to the place that you want to go. So maybe you're depressed, unhappy, anxiety, um, I don't know. All of those things could be in mm-hmm. in play because I, I will admit I have never been so happy in my goddamn life because I have a vision and I am doing things to get me on track to that vision. But there was a time when I wasn't doing the things to get me to my vision because I didn't know what my vision was. I didn't know what on track meant. And so I felt a little bit lost and kind of floating around and just like, what am I doing? I don't know. And so I just needed to get on track. And so I guess I didn't really know what that meant. And so first thing is get a vision, obviously. So go listen to that episode. Second thing I would say is why do you feel off track other than maybe your, your vision's not there? Maybe you have one, but why do you feel off track Is it because maybe you've had a big change Mm -hmm. happen in your life and now things are totally different and you're trying to figure out that routine or I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. And it's, it's funny that you say that now you are the happiest you've ever been. I actually just had a conversation with my mom yesterday and I promise this all leads in to where we're going here. And she said, I called her and I was like, are you sitting down? And she's like, I can be. (laughs) And so I told her yesterday, Lauren and I got some of the best news that we have gotten yet. Yeah. In terms of our business. Really exciting level up news. Oh, we were so excited. And so I told her this, we can't tell you exactly what it is yet, but it definitely is going to be a game changer. And so we were, I, I told her all of these things and she was like, it is so refreshing to hear you happy. Yeah. She's like, and you know, and, and here's where it got a little sad because she said, you know, every time when I was teaching, I used to drive or when I would drive home from work, I would call her on my way home. So I had that time to talk to her every single day. And she said, she's like, I miss talking to you daily for sure. But she's like, I don't miss the negativity because Mm -hmm. every day I would have something to bitch about Mm -hmm. on my drive home, whether Mm -hmm. it was, you know, whatever. And she's like, I haven't heard you complain in months. It's like all like exciting news. Guess what's happening? Guess what's happening? Yeah. Oh my God, mom, I'm, you know, this is so much fun. And I was the same way. I would call my mom too. I used to call my mom every day. Yeah. I feel kind of bad that I, I don't call her every day anymore, but um, we can talk about habit stacking here in a second. Yeah, on how to actually get that habit back into your day. We'll talk about that. But um, yeah, same thing. I would call her and it would always be after school or I'd be driving into school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just be like, 
my God, when is this going to be over? Like, this is so horrible. And she's just probably like, I feel bad because I probably started her entire day off bad. Now that, yeah, I think now about that you're it. actually thinking about it, right? <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. We love you, mom. Uh, but that's kind of why we started thinking about this topic, though, because when you do have changes happen in your life, you can't get rid of all of those pieces. And I think, you know, Lauren and I definitely did that. Like we stopped calling our moms every day when we both quit our teaching jobs. And now we're like, we miss that part. Mm-hmm. Like we want to mm-hmm. get that back. And so we wanted to come up with with a way to get that back into our life. And we're going to give you some advice right now on that too. Yeah. So let's say, you know, when we say a big change, it could be a career change. It could be you just had a baby. It could be your kids are leaving the nest. It could be um, you've you've moved. Some, yeah. some type of big change that's kind of throwing off your game a little bit. Um, you, so maybe you're getting married. Maybe, yes, married, like all kinds of big life changes where now maybe you're going to live with somebody. Maybe you're moving in with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. So life's going to be looking a little different for you. So how to kind of get back on track. And so sometimes like I will admit when I was teaching, my day was like clockwork. Like I knew exactly what I was doing at every moment of every single day. And um, so that was like something that I kind of missed from my old routine was like, I knew what time I got up the same time every single day. I did the exact same routine every single morning. I, you know, at school bells are ringing at the exact same time every single day. And then I would leave the same time. And so my life was so structured and I like having a very structured life because it's just easier. I think it gives you more control over your day than just kind of like trying to multitask. And I don't even know what I'm doing right now. Well, do you know what's funny is one of the hardest transitions and adjustments that I had to make when I started working from home on my own schedule, this is going to sound ridiculous, but it was eating (laughs) because, Oh yeah. Because I had my nutrition down to a science where I would eat breakfast before school. When my kids went to specials, I had my first snack. My lunch was scheduled in after school. I'd have my next snack and then I'd have dinner and I was done and every day. But then once I started my own schedule, it would be like 3 PM and I hadn't eaten since breakfast. And I'm like, holy crap. I see why people do this now because you really have to make an effort to get scheduled in to time block. You really do. And so this is what I struggled with too, was like, I really enjoyed, um, my morning routine, Uh you know, when I was teaching, because it was a very structured time, but it was me time. Like nobody was awake. I loved the earliness, but I don't need to get up at four anymore. And I I definitely don't want to do that, but Mm -hmm. I really do miss that kind of thing. So how do I, or how do people get their part of the routine they used to have kind of back? It's not going to be the exact same. So I just want to preface that. You know, um, I listened to a podcast, actually, Shalene Johnson, it's the Shalene show. And she actually has an episode on how to get back on track too. So you can listen to hers. Um, That's kind of where we got this idea from to put our own spin on it. Um, But she really talks about like being, it's okay to mourn your old routine or your old Mm -hmm. way of doing things. Even though like I made a huge career change because I was unhappy in that career and I'm very happy in the career mm-hmm. I have now. I mourn the structure, the extreme structure that I had as a school teacher, but I wouldn't change it for the world to what I'm doing now. So, like, how can I kind of get that back? So, we're gonna talk about something called habit stacking. I know we've mentioned this before, and I actually think it was like 
one of our first episodes that we ever recorded, mm-hmm. maybe the second one, I don't know, it, when we were listening to the uh, reading, listening, whatever, to the book. What's the name? Atomic of the book? Habits. Atomic Habits by, by James Clear. Yeah, James Clear. Yep. And so habit stacking is, I mean, you have to think about your day. What are the non-negotiables that you already do? Like wake up, hopefully you go to the bathroom, brush, brush your teeth. teeth. That's Shower, it. maybe. Maybe. Maybe okay. there's some other things in there like you always do. Yeah. Like so, basic stuff. So you want to start thinking about, you know, the the things in your life that are going to move you forward. Reading personal development, listening to personal development, reading a book, working out, making breakfast, meal prepping, like the things that you do want to be doing in your life. When can you stack them on top of things you already do that are non-negotiable? Mm-hmm. So for example... This is what popped into my head. So when I wake up in the morning, I always go to the bathroom. It's like my first thing. So I enter into the bathroom. So when I was struggling, even with like getting up early and and doing my workout, um, now I can wake up later. So it's not as hard. The workout part's not as hard, I don't think. But what I would do is I would take my workout clothes and my shoes and I would put them in the bathroom Mm -hmm. because then it's like when you get into the bathroom, you're already going to use the bathroom, obviously. So like... Just put your workout clothes on and you're 8,000 more times inclined to actually Mm. go get a workout in. So like I stacked my habit that I want to have, which is to get a workout in with me just going to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like that's just something I always do in the morning. Yeah. And it made it so much easier. And sometimes I would go to the bathroom, like if I wouldn't put my clothes in there and I would just go lay back down in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because obviously that's what you want to do. But if you put your workout clothes on. I'm not going to lay back down in bed mm because I'm not going to sleep in tight, you know, leggings and tennis shoes and a sports bra. Right. I, um, this is so funny. I have to give my neighbor a shout out here because she does some of these workouts with us. And if you follow us on Instagram, you know, we're obsessed with the pre-workout supplement that we drink. So that was how she stacked her habits because she was getting up super early to get her workouts in. And she texted me one night. She's like, can I just make the pre-workout and put it on my nightstand? Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Go for it. It won't be cold, so but it's she, totally fine. <laughs> yeah. So she, that's what she would do. She would get a glass of water and make her pre-workout and put it on her nightstand. And when that alarm went off, she would drink the water, drink the pre-workout like from bed. Yeah. I'm like It's genius. It's genius because then you're, you're doing that and the pre-workout kicks in. You're like, okay, got to work out. Yeah. And the, another thing that I think Shalene mentioned this was, um, she always used to like when she, she would teach work workout classes, right? So mm-hmm. she would go and early in the morning, go teach a workout class, drive home. She said on her drive home, she before she would let herself go in the house, she would write out like her to-do list for the day, like her top three things she has to get done to move herself forward, whatever. She would take that time in the car with no distractions and do it. Well, when she stopped teaching those workout classes, she's like, she still said she she still did it, but it was like she used to do it every single day. Mm-hmm. And then it went down to like two days a week or something. And she found herself very frazzled. And she's like, so how do I get that habit of me writing out my to-do list? Because now I'm not driving, you know, to class or whatever. So she said she tried a couple things, um, stacking on top of habits she already had. She tried like, you know, she would do her workout. And then after her workout, she said she was going to sit down, like it would be on her stereo or something and do it. She's like, that didn't work. She's like, I tried it. So, so the thing I'm trying to get at here is, you might try some habit stackings and they might not work mm-hmm. with, you know, it just might not click for you and be whatever. So she tried some other things and it ended up, I think it was when she was brushing her teeth. 
she would like before she would brush her teeth, she would just jot a couple things down. I don't mm-hmm. know if that worked for her. I can't remember if that's actually what she said worked for her, but that was one yeah. of her examples. But I was like, okay, so maybe if you know the step the habit you're stacking something on isn't working, don't think that this is not a thing that works. It it does work. Mm-hmm. You just have to figure out after what habit is this going to work. So like, for example, she was, she, oh, she tried to do it when she was doing her makeup mm-hmm. to write her to-do list. She's like, but I have something in my hand doing my right. makeup. Like, I'm right. not going to be able to do that. So that didn't work either. That's so, so true. Well, and I'm I'm thinking we have our Fit and Social Mindset Academy. So we're working with, with clients, taking them through that right now, really getting them to dig deep and focus on their mental state and their emotions and all of this. And, and habit stacking is a huge part of this. So one of the clients that we're working with right now she was having a hard time figuring out when to do just her reflecting and her gratitude and all of that. And so we we did a call with her. We do our one-on-one calls. And we came up with the idea that she is going to keep her notebook in her car because every day she has to take her daughter to school. Mm-hmm. And I loved that because she's like, this is amazing. Like you could see her eyes kind of light up with excitement. She's like, I can just do this when I after I drop her off and yeah. before I get out of the car to go start my day. And it's almost like this this sigh of relief because she's she's got it figured out when she's going to do 